Welcome to The Great Conversation, where ideas matter. Ideas shape markets. Ideas can change the world. And what a world it is. Uh, a term that was, I think, first used in the 80s aptly describes the global condition. We have so many things going on. And, and they can be described by the acronym VUCA, volatility, uncertainty, complexity, ambiguity. People are looking for a roadmap, not only to manage themselves, but also manage their companies and their jobs. Uh, so in this VUCA world, uh, over time, many subject matter experts and consultants have tapped into that need. And I have approached many of them in the United States, but what I realized, I didn't have a global perspective on VUCA. And I reached out to a woman by the name of, and here we go, this is my German coming in, folks, Valtrad Glazer. Valtrad Glazer, did I do it, Valtrad? <laughs> Never ever I heard it better than this, so <laughs> perfect. And, and, and she said, why don't you just call me Vali? But uh, I, I told her, I'm just going to be a student of the German language for 20 or 30 minutes. Here we go. We're going to keep trying. But I, I, I was attracted to her because of her writings and the work she's doing in Europe and Asia uh, uh, and the practice she's developed over time with a number of other consultants. And I can't wait to speak with you and see what's top of mind for you. But first... Let's do, it, do us a favor here. Explain what you do and why you do it. Why are you so passionate about what you do? Yeah, first of all, Ron, thanks very much for this invitation. And really, I, I'm really looking forward to this great conversation with you because I'm sure it will be one. And uh, so it's really a pleasure for me uh, to, to think about what is really, what, what is my own private personal purpose to really do what I'm doing. So, I mean, I'm self-employed for 11 years already and I have had only two employers in my life. I'm almost 59 years old. And uh, so when, but there was a time when I thought, okay, really I'm guy, I like to have autonomy. I like to have purpose and I like to have autonomy. Daniel Pink will love it. And um, well, I left my employer and I left a very good job because, and maybe this is a question, an answer to the question, because I thought there are so many opportunities that we could really take if we look at those things where we have influence on. And so getting out of a role of victim and really going into creation, going into co-creation, going into collaboration, going in co-opetition, a lot of these words, which you might know and which are hashtags on uh, social media. And this was really a main purpose that I had the idea that it's really helpful to use, to take decisions where you are able to take decisions on. You decided to decide. And I really couldn't do it within this framework of my former employer. So I was thinking about what are the companies who are heading for exactly this kind of fresh ideas, even though they are not new. I don't, I'm not bringing new ideas to, to the companies, but I'm compassionate about really looking at an organization as a whole, looking at all the, the actors in this organization and uh, finding out what are they already doing? How do they really create an environment where people can be 
really according to their resources can be successful, can really uh, be innovative, can really be human. And this is really one of my triggers. I really like to have uh, I, I want to give a hand to companies who really have not really not yet used the resources and opportunities to become a really good place where people really want to work, where people really want to uh, be proud of, where people really can follow their own purpose and still the company earns money and gives really a share back to the world. So this is really, I mean, to put it straight to the world, to, to point, to make the world a little bit better by those who have influence on. So this is really a kind of passion I'm following. And you know, I'm a kind of, uh, well, no risk, no fun. And so I'm a very open guy, a very open time type. And so I thought, okay, let's try it. And I like to have great conversations with those who are decision makers, but also with those who might not have the, the audience yet, but they are so important to get great things done, to get work done, to get great things done, and really to have good results. And this, I mean, not only financially wise, but also purpose-wise and quality-wise. You know, um, I don't know if you use your story to help others find their story, but it was a, it was a beautiful story. Be, a couple of key words came out that I've been using uh, lately. And, uh, and that is, and that's why I'm using intentionally the word story. You said I needed to find, you use the term framework, but you had to find a different story because you felt the need purposely and intentionally that you needed to find where you could have the most impact on your world. That's what I just heard. Is that a correct assumption? Nothing to add. <laughs> exactly. No, really. That's uh, and I mean, you really, you really helped me to be even more cl clear about my story because this is really. The, I think that's a key point, and the key aspect to really have an impact. To have an impact on things to have an impact on people and especially in regard to the people you know we we, we people are usually well equipped yeah so we can really create our own destiny that's really one of my 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 how do you say my my beliefs yeah and still we need to have the right framework we need to have a, a kind of environment and uh, so if i can really help to have this impact yeah, to, to change things or to transform things, because I'm really dividing between change and transformation. And uh, if I saw that sometimes like a great conversation was really the mean to change things, to have a big impact, I'm really happy about that. And that's also my story. I, 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 I'm so proud of, and it's not about earning money. I'm so proud of that. Sometimes little things that I do or how the way how I think really leave a big impact. Well, one of the things I noticed you do, and I, I'd like you to share how you do it, uh, but let's just set the stage. You know, most leaders have to first trust you and those around them to have a transparent, a truthful conversation about themselves and others. So you have to first gain trust. You yourself as the consultant advisor, how do you do that? How do you gain trust and put them in a state where they can have a, let's call it a, a real conversation? Okay, uh, good question. Well, um, I think it's, maybe it sounds simple, but I'm a curious person. 
And I'm really curious about the person in front of me, like you, Ron. Okay, the, the, our audience cannot see that we are uh, really see each other, but that, that's one. I think this is one main aspect. I'm really interested in those people I'm communicating with, I'm meeting with, I'm I'm with. Yeah. So my curiosity, my my interest in this person, in this story, for example, of this person, in this context of this person. This is what they really appreciate. And very often in this really business life, it's not about being interested in a human being, being interested in this person. And I think this is one main impact I really have that they trust me. And another impact, um, I think it's about my questions. You know, I have an ability to really grab very quickly a context or um, circumstances or interconnections. And so I can really, I'm, I'm, I'm good in really getting a big picture very quickly. And very often those people, they uh, see that I'm giving a hand to understand what's going on. And if I'm helpful by understanding what's going on, what are the main topics? What is the theme behind this theme we say in the coaching, yeah? So then they get curious then they get really concentrated and then they get, I think, at least an impression, oh, there is one, there's a person who's interested in me, in my problems, in my context, and she might be of help to solve my problems, which will give me, again, the stage back, for example, which gives me really a very good appearance. So at least it's a win-win situation. I think they, they really grab from the beginning. Well, you, you just gave a very powerful tool for managers, leaders to put in their toolbox. And the very powerful tool is start with the questions. Start with the questions and be mindful of how those the answers to those questions lead to other questions, which eventually lead to a story that you can use as a summary so they know you've heard them. And, and so the answers to your questions I'm thinking about, you tell me if I'm right, answers your, to your question, you put together, you connect and tell it back to them. And they just heard their story uniquely in a different way. Definitely, Ron, exactly. And I really can confirm that because what you just mentioned it, I'm like summarizing the story. I'm just like summarizing the situation. I'm just making it obvious and evident. Right. And very often they feel lost, especially if we are talking about VUCA phenomena. If, if you are living in a volatile, uncertain, complex world, in Germany we say you sometimes don't see the trees behind the, the instead of the forest. Yeah. So, and this is exactly what they are really longing for to have a big picture about what's going on. And you know, they want to, they, they want to have control. They, they are afraid of losing control and it's about security, it's about taking risks, yeah? So if they get the impression, and this is about confidence, yeah, that they understand, okay, this girl, this blonde girl in front of them is really taking them to on the journey they are on. And they, but they are still in the driver's seat because this is very important. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not doing their job. I'm, and I, I'm like a sparring partner, yeah? So they can really go with me and, and have a battle. And um, 
still they have the, the responsibility to take the right decisions or maybe the, 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 the suitable decisions in the VUCA world, you don't have right or wrong decisions, you have suitable decisions, you have maybe reasonable decisions. And this is exactly one point that they are open to because they, some of them really want to save the world and want to be the hero still. So, and if I can help them really to understand what it takes or maybe where's the lack or where's the gap, yeah, then they, they really, they really follow my words, even though we are struggling we're not talking about solutions yet, but we are talking about understanding, understanding the story and maybe having new ideas, own ideas about the story, how to continue. Well, yeah. also when a person tells a story, they're using words, words matter. Words are real things, but they're also constructs that come from stories they've told themselves since they were a kid. And since you deal internationally within a culture that may be you know, totally different than the, the culture you grew up in or I grew up in, right? So words matter. They, they themselves <clears throat> have meaning you know, based on where, where they've grown up. So you, you have a very interesting, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> we ha you have a very interesting position because they are, you're peeling back the onion using trust as your foundation, but you're, when you use the word sparring, you're not doing it as a, um, as somebody who is uh, there to confirm them. You're there to deep help them and you deeply understand the story so you know where to go next in the mm -hmm. story. I think that's, I'm trying to piece this together myself. Is that right? Definitely, definitely. And it reminds me, you know, I just recall my when I when I became a change manager, I had my my training with a very, uh, really well known uh, trainer, um, uh, Klaus Doppler, he brought by the way he brought manage uh, change management from the US to Germany. Yeah. And he said, listen, he and he has very straight words, he, he talks in a way very simple. Uh, but so deep. And he said, whenever you go into an organization, whenever you talk to a guy, a person who wants your help, first be open to understand what's up. Don't be the one who knows already what to do. And, you know, this is exactly maybe coming back and repeating. It's sometimes really um, the, 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 the leaders, they don't really know what's up because they don't understand what's going on, especially in a VUCA world. Yeah, things change so quickly. And, um, and then, of course, it's about words. Again, it's about maybe really giving them, giving them some more aspects of the story they are part of, but also making obvious what is their part in this game. How do they create maybe certain situations which they even don't understand that they are the problem, yeah? or that they are the creators of the problem? Yeah. And um, I mean, if, if I was an em employee of this guy who pays my salary, maybe I wouldn't dare to tell him because I would be afraid of maybe losing my job or whatever. Yeah. So but they I mean, I don't have anything to lose. I can just make an offer. I just just can give an in invitation to a great conversation, let's say. Yeah. And then say, listen, what you might be really glad about is to understand much more what's up, especially what's up within your context, for example, within your market, within your company, within your teams. 
Yeah, and uh, I'm, how can you say, um, it, I don't dare to tell him what I realize, because again, I don't say you are wrong, but I say, okay, the things, how you do the things, they don't lead to the result you want to have. Yeah, and then at least I think I can really be a one uh, giving giving impulses for a kind of reflection, for a kind of really reconsidering and being at least, and this is what I really like and what makes me passionate about my job, I see people who get back curiosity. And for example, I also say, sometimes I give the situation, okay, think when you were a child, what was the thing you liked most? Yeah, what makes you laugh? Yeah, what made you laugh? Or what did you really hate? Yeah, so I think another, another thing is about really giving the chance to get really in contact with yourself, with your emotions, maybe leaving the role outside because they don't have to really be the hero towards me. They really can be who they are or who they want to be maybe if they consider what would be next steps. And so the change always begins with the person you look in the mirror to. So, and this is, this is what maybe a message is, which they also gladly take because so clear and um, still respectful, they don't hear it. And that's why I say, usually I should, I should really earn much more money for that because this is worth a million. And so it's so fun. You just gave me a new definition for empathy and it's called return to curiosity. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Right? You're deeply mindful of another, right? You're not focused on me at that point. You're focused on the person you're, you're speaking with and trying to really understand what makes them tick. And if you can teach them that they're well on their way to dealing with a VUCA world. Uh, for sure. And more than this, I mean, um, you know, Bob Johansson in 2007, he created this VUCA positive prime, which says you can exchange or substitute the, the volatility against vision, um, take the um, un uncertainty and exchange is substituted by understanding. Then you can take the complexity and can have instead of this clarity, and instead of the ambiguity, an answer to ambiguity might be agility or adapt adaptability. And this is another thing, you know, we really change the focus from the problem and from the risks and all the things. Yeah, first, then we really dig a bit, okay, what could be a good positive um, substitution? Yeah, what would, for example, your other uh, manager say if we, that, by the way, this is what I do in little workshops, yeah, that we first create a positive substitution of that, what really hurts within this VUCA world. And this is the thing you have influence on. Who says you have to follow VUCA in the original sense? You are free to really follow the curiosity and maybe the yeah to be innovative, to be creative, to be. Uh, I mean, by the way, what, what is about fuck up nights? You 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 know this, yeah. So really be open to fuck up everything. What's possible to really have a very good journey of experience and getting new ideas, getting new perspectives, yeah. And so this is uh, only this positive VUCA approach yeah, is so different for them very often. Huh? And again, it, it, this is uh, what, what makes the, the, the thing go round. It really creates curiosity. And furthermore, you know, I mean, at, in any situation, we have 100% of energy. But the question is, where does it go to? Yeah, where is my energy going to? Yeah, and so if, if, if I'm able to create a kind of uh, openness, a positive 
um, positive feeling. This also, like you said, peel the onion. Yeah, it sometimes really peels um, the onion. It really peels the the um, yeah the the the, the shades, and uh, maybe you the people really trust themselves much more because they see that curiosity is a real resource they didn't use yet enough. Everyone's unique, but we share commonalities. And so I'm really intrigued. You've been doing this for years. Generally, what is the mindset that you see in leaders that are constraining them from being everything they can be and their organizations can be? And if you can, since we're practicing positive substitution, if you're able to understand those things, those generic things that you run into over and over again, when, tell me what you do that you positively substitute those fears, those, those things they're dealing with, those constraints, how, when I'm done working with you and your organization, what am I now? What's the positive substitution for those things? Can you do that? Can you run with me on that? Um, yeah, I think so. I mean, first of all, I will not do your job. This is really, I will not do it for you. Maybe I can do it with you. This is the first thing. And again, it's about maybe really empowering, enabling, encouraging to leave common patterns, because this is very often a thing that, that the, uh, the, especially the managers, and this I really want to, to um, divide from leaders, because you, you are talking about leaders, you know, leaders very often, that's my, um, my experience, leaders very often, they, they have at least, they, they are in connection with their feelings, with their needs, and they are very aware, they have very high awareness, and you, you were talking about mindfulness, yeah, so these are leaders, but still, I think those who are really struggling hard are more those who are socialized as managers. And I mean, we, we need both. We need management and we need leadership. Yeah. Uh, still, I mean, getting back to your question, uh, it's really about creating how does how can I succeed? At least we are drawing a picture of a vision of a future of a situation which might be better, which might have more impact on even shareholder, shareholder value. And this is really to to step aside it's like getting out of the common road leaving the path you are following uh, all the time and really stepping aside a bit and um, maybe asking question what if yeah this is a very good approach what if yeah and uh, start with the end in mind i mean you know simon sinek the golden circle and uh, tools like that this also also helps um, to get an awareness and to get more clarity besides the understanding they gain. And then very often, I mean, those guys are usually very experienced and they are not doing things for the first time. So what if they are open to, to really combine things they experienced in the past, which were good, and things which are maybe new, like this ambidextry, you may, you may know, working with both hands, yeah, then they get their own ideas. And then again, I mean, they go to their, to their organizations, they have very good people, they're talking, exchanging. That's also another thing, how it succeeds, really encouraging for a real communication, encouraging for a real conversation. Yeah, so when, and this is what I can give at least as impulses and sometimes, okay, maybe some techniques, but it's not about techniques. It's really about getting aware of 
the systematic and being aware of patterns that are maybe at this stage no longer valid or at least not really helpful anymore. So, so true. Great wisdom there Be, because the, the patterns uh, or the behaviors that we, uh, uh, that we usually conform to are probably holding us back to a better vision that we can have about ourselves and others. So I, I just love, this has been a great conversation with my good new friend, Valtrob Glazer. <laughs> <laughs> Rona, thank you very much. I really enjoyed it. Thanks again. And uh, never heard my name perfectly, more perfectly pronounced than you did. Thank you very much Ron, <laughs> for this great conversation. Uh, and, and when I make my next trip to Germany, I'll practice it the whole day long. <laughs> you have to, you have to, because in Germany, I don't have any excuses for you, okay? No, you don't. You can't, you can't excuse me. You can have empathy, but you can't excuse me. Uh, this has been a great conversation. Thank you again. <laughs>